everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Divorce Made Me Funny. I'm your host, Reagan, and I have a great episode planned for you guys today. Um, whenever I was planning out topics for this podcast, I was thinking of things that I'm currently going through, what I know some of my friends and coworkers and other people who are going like what they're going through and like what would be beneficial and like add value to your life and I thought we could start off the first episode about a serious topic that's like not myself is self-care and wellness in your 20s I know it sounds like we're gonna you know be talking about some serious things and maybe be more adultish about it but don't worry We're still going to tackle it with humor and a blend of real talk, I promise. Uh, I won't get too crazy. Uh, Self-care, I've noticed, is at least in the past year for me because it's something that I really didn't, you know, pay attention to or make time for up until about... A year and a half ago, I'm such a people pleaser that it does take a lot out of me sometimes. And I know now that it's important to, you know, schedule that time for myself, even though I feel very drained. It's just inevitable and important. And I know that there's a lot of podcasts out there that do talk about it. So I want to try and tackle that, you know, physical and mental health and give some maybe tips I'll talk about what I do personally for my own self-care. And the best part about self-care is that it's literally called self-care. So it's customizable. You do not have to do what I do. You can find your own way of doing it. So yeah, that's the gist. That's what we're going to be talking about. And I do also want to give maybe a disclaimer that I'm not an expert. I'm not a professional. This is just my own experiences and my own knowledge of the topic. So if you're listening and you're like a mental health expert, please do not think that I am preaching to you. I am not. I'm really just wanting to talk about it because I feel like, you know, it's something that can be pushed under the rug and it's not talked about. So just that disclaimer, uh, that's all. So we're going to get right into the episode, but before we get into the nitty gritty, we're going to start off with our weekly bits, which is my bow day. Hopefully y'all are thinking of your bow day as well, your humbling experience of the week, and my wreck and fave. So I also want to say that when I decided to start this, I like I said in the first episode that I wanted to start doing it right. So I pre-recorded a bunch of episodes before I hard launched it. So I'm not sure I when this one is going out, but I am recording it on November 21st. Fun fact, Twilight is 15 years old today. Um, sorry, the Twilight in me is coming out. But the reason I say that is because my bow day is... Well, is that's not grammar, Reagan. My bow day was Saturday, which was a Friendsgiving that a friend of mine hosted. And if this is going out in December and you're listening and you're like, Reagan, Friendsgiving 
Like, why are you having that? Like, it's a month past. That's because this is pre-recorded. So just a little disclaimer. Um, but yes, like I said, my bow day was Saturday, which was a Friendsgiving that my friend hosted. Um, it was so much fun. It I also unironically was wearing a bow that day. That was a little bit planned. I'm not going to lie. I haven't worn a bow in a while. And, you know, I was like, I need some magic tonight. So, uh, and it really, truly was. We, uh, it was a small group of us at Friendsgiving. And it was just a little intimate is the, like, kind of a weird word to use. But it was just, like, reminding me of how thankful and grateful I am for the friends that I have out here. A friend of mine who now lives in Austin. Her name's Katie. Hey, Katie. She drove up. um, She was visiting family and some other friends, and she came up to also attend this. And it was really great to see her and catch up with her. She actually spent the night Saturday, and we sat down and recorded an episode for the pod. But we did it at like 3 in the morning, and that, that episode will never see the light of day. Um, we just talked, there was no value in that episode. So we were like, you know, let's not maybe put this on the internet, but she will be on eventually. We've already talked about it, but it was a bow day. It was. And after Friendsgiving, we went out with a few other friends and met up with them. And I was just surrounded by everybody that I love and having a good time eating great food. And it just reminded me how like thankful I am, especially in the season of, thankfulness so um definite bow day literally because I was wearing a bow but that was my bow day my humbling experience was also on the same day so for friendsgiving I made three dishes I made mashed potatoes this cranberry whipped cream now I've discovered it's actually not like a dip or anything. You're just supposed to eat it with a spoon. But I thought you could, I thought you were supposed to put it on a roll or something. But turns out you ate it alone. Anyway, it was delicious. Thank you for the recipe, Jennifer. Um, and I also made these goat cheese balls. And I got this goat cheese ball recipe from TikTok. And it's just goat cheese rolled in balls. And then you roll those balls. <laughs> Gross. That's what she said. And rolled those balls into uh, this dried cranberry pecan, like parsley, salt, pepper, like mixture. And then you spear it with rosemary and then you serve it. And I brought it and like no one was eating it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it, you know, since no one's eating it. I was so excited. They looked so good on TikTok. And then I ate one and I was like, that's why no one's eating these. They're disgusting. They were not good. And I love goat cheese like goat cheese is one of my favorite cheeses um and I got like plain goat cheese because the one that I like usually buy is the herb one from Trader Joe's if you know what I'm talking about or the blueberry one like you know sometimes goat cheese has the flavors but I just got plain and it was just it wasn't a hit and I was very humbled and I was also bummed because I was gonna make it for like Christmas or maybe even Thanksgiving for the fam and then I was like thank god I made it for Friendsgiving because this was disgusting so I wasted that money and that time and 
it, they all went into the trash except for the one that I ate. And I was just like, ah. so it was just humbling. Um, I also feel kind of humbled right now because if you're watching, um, when I decided I it's nine 50 right now and I decided to record this and my hair was really greasy and it's on day like four or five. And so I put it in an Olaplex bun that I can't pull off. I look crazy, but we're rolling with it. So if you're watching and you're like, why does her hair look like that? Trust me. I know. Okay. Please don't bully me on the internet. It's just what I decided to do. And who knows? Maybe I am pulling it off and I'm just trying to be like, oh my God, I'm not. Anyway, I'm losing. I'm losing it. But that's my humbling experience. And then my fave slash wreck of the week is Sabrina Carpenter's Christmas EP called Fruitcake. She just released it. And it is amazing. One thing about me, I love Christmas pop. It's my favorite kind of Christmas music. Santa, tell me underneath the tree oh santa like all those like that whole genre of music i love mistletoe drummer boy rom ba bomb all of that i i love it and i also love sabrina carpenter and when she announced that i was so excited and they're all great she if you know her nonsense song she has uh, a ver- like a Christmas version of it and it's so fun and just different and I really love it so if you want to listen to it if you need some new Christmas pop music to listen to that is definitely a starting place it's it's just a lot of fun so that's my fave and my wreck and that's it for the weekly bits so we're going to move right into the episode self-care and wellness um I know that we're all most, I feel like most of us are, you know, juggling work and relationships, friendships, and, you know, you've got those unexpected life curveballs, you know, that are thrown at you. And I think the balancing of mental and physical health can feel like a circus act or, you know, an acrobatic move that you're doing without a safety net. You don't know what you're doing. Like it just, that's what it feels like. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, I'm the type of person who doesn't realize how bad things are until I'm well past it. And I look back on that time. I'm like, oh, that wasn't healthy. It's not normal to dry heave every morning at four because your anxiety is so bad. It's not normal. And I realized that making some lifestyle changes really helped me. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit, um, focusing mainly on the physical. Again, not a personal trainer, not a nutritionist. I'm just going based off of experience. Um, I remember like the days in college when I was surviving off of ramen noodles and iced coffee and fast food and just thinking that I was invincible and that nothing could stop me spoiler alert I'm not invincible turns out your body does have breaking points you know I'm not in college anymore I can't binge drink and go out four days back to back in a row like I used to 
I could barely do it then, if I'm being honest. I haven't even attempted to do it now. But one, I really don't think I can do that. I've got some real deal, you know, adult responsibilities these days. So I can't be going too hard all the time. But I found that eating takeout and not working out and or not I should just moving my body in general was not flying and I think it really did take a toll on my mental health and especially how I felt about myself and so I made a change to start going to the gym and I am one person who does not like going to the gym I grew up playing basketball and when I was in college, I did not play college basketball. When I was in high school, our workouts were very, very intense. We were doing some crazy shit. Like I remember there was this one workout that we would do during uh, probably off season. Uh, well, because we weren't doing this in season, but you, we would go out and run a lap on the, on the track. Then we would do a hundred burpees, run a lap, do a hundred push-ups, run a lap, do a hundred sit-ups, run a lap. And that was like a workout. And y'all, that was insane and crazy. So when I quit, I had this like resent towards any physical activity. I was like, I'm not doing that. Like I went through hell, air quotes, wasn't actually that bad, but still I was doing some very intense workouts. So the idea of doing anything remotely close to it made me want to die. And I also am very self-conscious about going to the gym, not about like how I look or anything like that, because, you know, I feel like if you're going and you care about, you know, making that change, then who cares what you look like? Who cares about what you look like, period. But I was more nervous that I'd be like lifting a weight wrong and everybody would be looking at me and like she's lifting that weight wrong like someone needs to help her I also got bullied with how the way I used to run because I did run weird you know your arms when you're pumping them you're they're supposed to go up mine went like side to side and I would get bullied for it so I was also self-conscious about the way I ran so I was like what am I gonna do you know but then I discovered hot works which is a gym where they have saunas and virtual instructors And you just go into this private sauna. Most of the time, nobody goes in there with you unless they're insane. And you do the workouts. Uh, They have 45-minute workouts where it's just isometric holding. Um, It's not like you're, you know, doing a lot of cardio. You're more just like holding these poses, kind of like yoga. Um, Or they have these HIIT training uh, options where it's like hot cycle They have one called Hot Thunder, which is rowing, you know, and they're only like 15 minutes long. So you're not in there for too long, obviously, because then you would overheat and die. But I really did find that it made me feel better. And I know you're like probably like Jim, boo, like Reagan, shut up. Like nobody wants to work out. But I'm, I'm telling you guys, moving my body and, you know, taking the time, like half the battle is getting there. And once you're there, you're doing it. And it really, truly made me feel better. I was just like, ooh, yeah, like, look at me go. I'm saying I'm closing those activity rings on my Apple Watch, you know, doing all the things. And another thing that I found with Hot Works, I was never 
exhausted after working out. I felt energized. So if you're looking to go to a gym and you have, you were feeling that I highly recommend hot works. Um, you can go and do a free, free trial. This is not a sponsorship. I really truly would. Y'all are like the fuck Reagan. You're not doing sponsorships. You've got like three listeners. I know, but I'm just saying I highly recommend it. And if you can afford it, that's great. If you can't, you can do three free sessions, I believe. So it's an option and you can go and check it out and see if you like it. And I also found that whenever I was feeling like angry or upset or I just had a bad day, letting that energy out there, you know, during a workout really did truly help. Um, so yeah, that's a physical thing. I also noticed a big change when I decided to change my diet. Now I am not, uh, what's the word like crazy about it. Like if I have a cheat meal or something, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. But when I made that change and just started cooking at home, eating those healthier meals and being more watchful of what I ate, I really did notice a change in my body and how I felt. And it made me, again, feel better mentally. So now I notice if I go through, you know, the phases where you just don't feel like cooking, so you're eating out or you're super busy and your schedule gets crazy. So you honestly have no choice. I notice that whenever it gets like that for more than a couple days, I can feel like I can feel it in my body where I'm like, I really need to eat a vegetable. <laughs> I need to cook a salmon and eat some brown rice. I, I feel just like, Bleh, you know, so with all that to say, I know it's cheesy and everybody says it, but I, I, it truly did help me just moving my body and eating right. And that looks different for everybody. Uh, maybe not the eating right part. You know, there, there are clearly healthy foods out there and unhealthy foods, but knowing what to put in your body, you, you know yourself better than anybody. So I just encourage you to look into it. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you what was helpful for me. So it definitely is starting there. And then I feel like the rest fall into place. Um, but when it comes to, you know, the mental aspect of it, I'm not a help. I'm not a professional, like I said. Um, but you know, even if you're eating right and going to the gym, you still find yourself going through some hard times and tough days and it feels just draining and navigating the uncertainties of adulthood really does feel like a mental somersault every day. It's a lot, you know, work can be crazy sometimes or the relationships in your life are taking a toll on you. It's not easy. Now I don't go to therapy either. I should preface that. I've never been to therapy. I probably should go. (laughs) I just, honestly haven't really taken the time to look into it um too much I'm I don't know anything about it I've I know a few of my friends that go and they say it's very beneficial for them um I feel like I probably would know if better help would give me a sponsorship like they do everybody else but I found that writing in a journal truly helped writing just down my thoughts and feelings and 
I used to only, when I was in college, I had a journal and I would only write when it was a bad day. And I remember about a year ago, I found it and I was going through it and it was so negative and it was so like, I just like gut wrenching. I felt so bad. Like, let's be real. I'm also very, I'm a very dramatic individual, but those thoughts that I was having about myself made me sad looking back on it a few fear few years later I was like why was I so hard on myself like why was I so sad it it wasn't that bad but now I write all the time even when I'm having a good day so when I look back on it again in a few years I can see you know even the good times and I think that's been a really therapeutic thing also talking about any issues with trusted friends or a mentor or a parent you know you name it whoever whoever you trust in this world is also very helpful it's just like finding that you know that sweet spot for you I don't want to you know get too crazy because you know I'm again I'm not going to tell you what to do and I'm not going to tell you what's right especially in the mental health world. I feel like that is a very slippery slope and I'm new here. I am not trying to get canceled. I'm just trying to giggle. So whatever you think helps your mental health, do it or try different options. There are so many things out there that you can try. Paint, yoga, walking, you name it. You can do a lot. The mental gymnastics can definitely make you sore. What the fuck was that? What the fuck did I just say? You get what I'm saying. So I'm going to move forward. We're, we're chugging through. We're getting through it. So that's, yeah, that's the gist on the mental and physical health. I wish I had someone here. I should have asked somebody to talk through this with me but I'm also learning how to do solo episodes so I was like let me tackle this issue on my own and I'm hope I'm hope I'm hopeful that I'm providing value and helping out in any way that I can so with that being said I do want to give some tips that I have for your well-being I know I've I've acknowledged the challenges So now let's move into the practical. What can you do to move forward? And sorry, there's something on my microphone. Um, And stay healthy. And, you know, what do you, what, what, like if you're sitting there like, yeah, Reagan, you've acknowledged it. Thanks. What do I do now? Here you go. Um, I really do believe in scheduling me time. Yes. I know calendars can get pretty full and scheduling time for yourself seems like a doozy, but is doozy bad? I I actually don't know if that's the right word to use, but you get it seems like a, a chore, but trust me, it's a fucking game changer. Um, for me personally, whenever I schedule me time, it's usually on a Monday, (laughs) I just make sure I have a Monday to myself like at night 
And once I get back from going to the gym and cooking myself a healthy meal, I make sure that I do my skincare. Nothing gets me going more than being relaxed. Wait, let me back up. Nothing gets me more relaxed than doing a face mask and, you know, getting that ordinary products all over your face, gua shying, ice rolling. And then um, I have some dandelion tea and I sit down and right now, because it's fall, I've been rewatching Gilmore Girls and just taking that time to myself and just unwinding truly, especially at the start of the week, I feel like just sets me up for a successful week. Um, because I get busy throughout the week, you know, every Tuesday I see Caroline and I go to the movies every Thursday I go to trivia and then who knows what's going on after that. So just making sure I have a day to myself really truly changed a lot and then I'll journal and then I'll sit on TikTok for three hours and then I'll go to bed. But Again, that is what I do. And like I said, you can do whatever you want. But I really think taking that time alone to yourself is really beneficial. Even if you live with somebody, you can have alone time. Lock yourself in a room and be like, leave me alone. Just let me have some me time. Everybody needs it. My second tip that I have is embracing the chaos. Life is messy and that's okay, but embracing the chaos lets you, or embracing the chaos reminds yourself that life isn't perfect. And you might be thinking, but Reagan, I am a type A personality and chaos gives me heart palpitations. Well, control freak, This tip is especially for you. (laughs) Embracing the chaos, you know, doesn't mean surrendering to disorder. It's about finding the beauty, uh, like, of the mess. Like, think about it this way. Some of the most memorable moments and valuable lessons come from the unexpected endeavors and the unplanned adventures. (laughs) That was so good. Um... The sooner you realize the grip on the illusion of perfection, wait, that was wrong. The sooner, I wrote this down, so this is my minor dyslexia coming out. The sooner you realize the grip on the, oh my God, the sooner you release the grip on the illusion of perfection, the freer you become. It took me three times to say that sentence. Oh my God. Um. But it's like tossing aside a heavy backpack and you just feel lighter. You know, you've got that weight off of your shoulders almost. Um, It's like an act of self-love, I guess, and a declaration to acknowledge that you are a work in progress. Life isn't a checklist. It's not. It's a canvas of figuring out what you what you want you don't need to check all these boxes you need to just take what life throws at you and make it what you want it 
that's the same saying as when life gives you lemons, make lemonade and talk about it. That's an that's a little, you know, teaser to the squeeze. If y'all listen to that, Taylor Lautner and his wife's podcast. I love their podcast. That ooh, that's a great recommendation. They talk all about mental health. Um, like that's the only thing they talk about. And they bring on all these guests and talk about how their experiences with you know challenging situations have helped shape them so yeah don't listen or listen to this and then if you're like ooh, maybe I should listen to more self-help self-care mental health podcast that one is great I didn't even plan that that just came to my mind so shout out Taylor Lautner Twilight actually came out 15 years ago today so definitely check that out so yeah just embrace the chaos and laugh about it later like I said we all end up laughing about what happens to us we like have you ever looked back at a situation and not laughed maybe but you do a little bit like don't lie like remember that time (laughs) like even if it's a little one or a fake one you still it's still a laugh so my third and final tip I think would be to stay connected you know, surround yourself with people who lift you up, whether it's, you know, your ride or die besties or it's, you know, your your partner or a neighbor or your family. Like surrounding yourself with people that, you know, also help you grow is very important. I know that um, a couple not a couple years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I went through something that I'm not going to get into, but it really made me reevaluate a lot of things in my life. And if the people I surrounded myself with were the right people, like, am I making the right choices? Am I being the friend that I think I am? Am I being the person that I think I am? Am I this? Am I that? And it does suck that most of the time, the way you come to realize those situations are from, you know, something not so great happening, but sometimes it's necessary. And I just realized that I wanted to be around people that lift me up and support me and will always have my back and won't, you know, turn their back on me. Um, So it's just, and you also can't, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm losing my words, but I don't think that that is something certain. I'm like, is that, does that even make sense? Like, you know, things do happen and people do leave your life and sometimes it's very sad and dramatic ways But I feel like if you can look back on that moment in time and be like, okay, were they the right person to be in my life? And did I surround myself, you know, with those people? I think that's the okay. I think now if you are surrounded by people who do tear you down or, you know, push you into making decisions that you necessarily don't want to do or whatever, whatever it may be, it's just about, you know just surrounding yourself with good people and 
I know I, that it's a lot easier said than done, but it really did help me out in a lot of ways. I've seen myself make tremendous strides mentally when I decided to look back at that and make those decisions. And they're not easy, but again, not alone in it. But that's, that's my last, that's my last tip. Um, I don't have, I didn't want to, you know, have too, too many, but that also wraps up the episode. I feel like this one was kind of short, but I didn't want to seem like a know-it-all because I'm also not. I hope you found, you know, some nuggets of wisdom I hope this one was also funny too. I feel like I didn't make that many jokes, but this one, you know, is sometimes not a funny topic, (laughs) but you know, we're still laughing. We're still giggling about it. Ha ha. I didn't share like, yeah, whatever. I'm trying to think of a sign off. You would think that I would have one considering, you know, there's a script sitting right in front of me, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that those tidbits of things that I shared help you. I know you're probably like, Reagan, you're beating a dead dead horse, a dead horse. Like everybody says that. But there's a reason why everybody says that. It's because it's true. So start thinking if you're someone who's struggling with it or if you're an expert, whatever. I hope you got something out of it. And you're like, you know what? I am going to go try Hotworks. And if you do... Go to the Carrollton one and tell them that Reagan sent you. Because if you sign 10 people up, you get a free membership for a year. I would very much appreciate that. Or maybe look into um, some healthier foods you can eat. Or get a journal. A great place to start is the five-minute-a-day journal. That's the one I have. And then I'll write, like, my own things. But... That just is practicing gratitude and things that you would love to happen that day. That's also another thing. Practice gratitude. I do it every single day. Mainly, I actually started it because of work. We started doing this thing where we go around and say what we're grateful for every single day. And I write I write mine down. I have a full focus planner. And every single day, you know, right before our stand-up meeting, I write what I'm thankful for. And... It really does, you know, help me, especially, you know, it's in the morning, realize what I'm grateful for and start that day, like start that day off right. So I should have said that earlier in the episode, but that's why you got to stick around till the end, you know, to get those little bit, those tidbits of information, I guess. But now I'm really going to sign off. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for this episode. I enjoyed sharing some tips and my experiences and hopefully helping you out in some way or another or just giving you some someone to listen to. Stay tuned for other upcoming episodes. I've got some fun ones planned. But until then, remember to laugh and remember to embrace the chaos And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, week, month, whatever. Have a bow day. Get humbled. And I will, 
I always say this. I think I'm a YouTuber and I'm like, I'll see you next time. But you'll hear me next time. Okay. Okay.